Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have with us Manoj K Prasad who is working as Vice President of Digital Transformation, Capability Development and Change Management at Reliance Industries Limited. Hi Manoj, thank you for coming and joining us today. Hey, hi. Good afternoon. So just to set some context about you and what you do, um can you tell our listeners a bit about your career journey so far? Yeah, so I do have almost twenty uh, six years of you know global uh, credentials, uh, working with Fortune five Fortune five hundred hundred companies, uh, primarily into U.S. geographies, then uh, APEC countries, and of course with the you know the Europe also. So work with the multiple verticals in terms of you know uh, if you talk, talk about the, the the sectors or the sectorial industries. and uh, by qualification i am basically phd mba and also done you know some certification course like six sigma then design thinking design way of working and also on the organizational change management from us uh, and i started my career you know from the government organizations so uh, by you know qualifying into civil services and then worked for the ministry almost 88 years almost mm-hmm. and then got into you know technology companies like uh, tech mahindra excel technologies then uh, for some times i was with the uh, itc okay uh, lafarge and now currently i'm working with reliance since last 5 years all right that's a quite interesting career journey you had with so many different fields that you had to experience so mm-hmm. you must have noticed that with the onset of ai and mass integration of tech in the industry right now it's mm-hmm. it's been a quite a change so how do you think millennials and the gen z should be preparing for the future hr roles so i think uh, they need to be on the front role uh, so mm-hmm. why i'm why i'm saying front role because a lot of the things are you know getting digitalized and uh, now data is becoming one of the prime source for you know Uh, for for any kind of a decisions which you wanted to take it as a uh, at c-suite level or even on the operational levels and all mm-hmm. so the entire business model is changing and what i i can you know make out whatever the curriculum which we are you know running into the various universities particularly with you know the iams and all we are basically i am you know one of the adjutant professors and visiting faculty for the almost seven iams and three iits and all so it's all tier 1 and tier 2 kind of you know the b schools and when i'm interacting with these all you know the young generations or i can say the i generation that is you know mm-hmm. internet enabled generations because because of the technology you know now everything is possible and you can do it whatever you want to do it on the fingertips only mm-hmm. but the gaps which i am finding you know with the curriculum which is being run by the uh, various i mean say the iams and all and mm-hmm. the way we are you know practicing in the industry there is a huge gap okay. so i think uh, as a as a, you know as a as a i can say a student your focus should be you know how you can you know enable yourself in terms of what is required exactly into you know into the industry mm-hmm. so being hr also i i just you know repeat the same mm-hmm. don't go away from the technology part because of course you your domain Absolutely. knowledge is important so when i am talking about you know right from say uh, recruitment to getting into the exit kind of a process which is 
exactly a, a employee's experience within the organization. Now the things are changing and uh, you need to have a tab on the technology also because if I'm talking of talent and having nothing uh, related to talent analytics, I'm I'm not going to you know take any kind of a decisions on that. Similarly, if I'm talking about the recruitment, and if mm-hmm. I don't have any kind of you know technology enablement for the recruitment purpose, then all the jobs will become a very you know tedious and the monotonous kind of things. So try to you know leverage the technology which is very important for you as as mm-hmm. a part of you know part of your uh, mandatory requirement. Don't go away. I mean, say don't talk off only you know on the domain knowledge. Try to infuse some of the technology part and for which you need to have a lot of changes in your mindset also. Uh, digital mm-hmm. dexterity is one of the things you know where. You have to not only know about what technology is going to shape and reshape your business model, whether it's a HR or it's a, you know, manufacturing part, but you need to, you know, get into those kind of, you know, uh, learnings and try to see what differentiator you can make it into the industry. Being given HR, uh, if you apply, you know, some of the data analytics tool or even I can talk of AI and uh, say the machine learning kind of things. So that is going to, you know, be a, a big game changer for you. All right. So like you said, there is a very big education gap right now, considering obviously it's a very fast paced uh, moving industry mm-hmm. and so much of digital dexterity that is required as a, you know, a growing candidate. So what kind of challenges that comes with transforming these kind of workforce towards this technology driven roles? The first thing, you know, you need to understand the power of the technology. Mm-hmm. And second, you know, how this particular technology is going to make your life easy. Mm-hmm. So once you understand the VFIM, which is, you know, what's in it for me in that particular technology and how I can, how this particular tech technology is going to help me in mm-hmm. terms of making my life easy. That's the only thing, you know, which you need to get it. Then the second part will be related to uh, that option to that particular technology. So these are the two challenges. One is the mindset related and second is the basically capability uh, capability, or I can say the reskilling and upskilling is required. So if you mitigate these two risks in your life, I think you will be a very successful, not only entrepreneur, but also HR, HR resources. All right. So you've been an HR professional for quite a long while. Now, I'm sure you had some very key learnings that you've inculcated throughout your journey. So what are those key learnings you would suggest the other HR professionals while they adapt to the changes currently happening in the industry? So I can I can take this into, you know, uh, four parts, which I mm-hmm. call it, you know, 4E. Okay. So one, one thing is, you know, when you talk about the employee's life psyche, when you talk about the employee's experience, when you talk about the employee's empowerment, because a lot of the things, you know, now it is going away from engagement to experience to, you know, now it is getting into a completely different transit, which we call it the empowerment. All right. Because if you're dealing with the Gen Z and, you know, the I generations and all, they are very flexible. They are very, you know, agile also. They don't mm-hmm. want to, they, they don't want to, you know, care whether I, I should come every day office at six, uh, say 9.30 to say 6.30 kind of routine, they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. They just look for only two things. One, how much uh, the job which I am doing is meaningful mm-hmm. and what remuneration I am getting out of this. So is this so like a good not... thing, in my yeah. opinion? Do you agree that it's a good thing in uh, this I generation having that sort of mindset? <laughs> yeah, 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 I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Because, you know, if you really wanted to look for a meaningful engagement and, you know, the value adding kind of, you know, the contributions from the... Gen, uh, Gen I and all, 
Mm-hmm. Then you need to give a lot of flex. You need to give a lot of flexibility. I don't mind, you know, if he's working, say, from by sitting in California or by sitting in, uh, say, in Goa. My mm-hmm. objective is basically, you know, whatever the 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 work allocation has been done, whether he's finishing those work on time, you know, or not, with the same uh, with the, you know with the expected quality or defined or agreed quality, I can talk. Absolutely. So that flexibility is required. And the second part, which I feel, you know, uh, currently if you see the knowledge, you know, it is it is available in abundance. True. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the Google, if you go to the you know the YouTube and all, so there are a lot of you know the knowledge is already available. You need to filter it. You need to see what are the tacit knowledge which is important for you. Otherwise, it is basically you know garbage in and garbage out kind of things. Mm-hmm. So you have to you know some kind of a uh, control or a check on that key. Yes, if I wanted to be a specialist say in cybersecurity or I wanted to be a specialist in blockchain, I need to focus on that particular area because if I'm not focusing, then you know a lot of things are coming. So if you just say in one last one week, we, we were talking about the chat GPT and all. Now, mm-hmm. Quite the trend right now. So now you just see how the technology, you know, and how this particular technology is going to replace a lot of the things, you know, which is being done by the human being. Mm-hmm. So except the creativity innovations I can talk of, a uh, lot of the things is being taken care by the by the bot. Even in HR space also, currently, if you know, I, if I do have some kind of issues and all, I can just go open my ESS and then, you know, I can I can find out, you know, some virtual assistant is already available. Mm-hmm. He directly address my whatever the, you know, the issues and concerns and he can rectify it on the real time exactly real-time basis and all. But if you see the earlier model, you know, for the HR, if you wanted to have any query, either you should write a mail or you take a, you know, make a call to that particular individual. If he's available or if he's at the laser, he's going to respond on that. So Mm -hmm. those kind of things are going off. But of course, one thing which I always, you know, uh, suggest to to the audience is that you know when you're going for a technology of course you go with the all, all high you know high tech kind of things but you should not lose the you know the the high touch with the human because ultimately uh, in hindi it's called the pyar ki jhappi maybe mm-hmm. you have seen the Definitely. mbbs and all so that is very you know that's the usp with the hr mm-hmm. so those kind of a empathy is always required and it will remain it's not going to change you bring any technology but uh, the human touch will always remain same. Yes, absolutely. That's the emotional part and all. Yeah, empathy is obviously the connecting source of our human interaction as well. And in organization, it kind of runs through very deeply. So that's an amazing advice. So uh, thank you for sharing all the lovely experiences. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you, Manoj. It was lovely hosting you today. Yeah, thanks. Welcome. <laughs>